Well, we are back, Jake. It's, mm. been, it's been a bit. It has been a bit. It's been a while. Yeah. We're back with the Brothers with Issues because we got some issues. And you're going to want some too. Exactly. And uh, we had we had to go away for a while. Um, you know, we had some stuff come up. Uh, you 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 had a birthday. I had a birthday. I turned twenty eight. Birthday, and we took like a mini vacation. We did for your birthday. It was awesome. Which I, I don't know what that says about us. We're throwing away our responsibilities to the people who listen to this who want to know about these comics just for your revels. Hey man, I'm I'm all about some revels. Yeah, you know? some revels. And, I, I like to think that people understand, actually. Do you think they do? Yeah. Well, good. Well, I hope they do as well. And uh, hopefully you forgive us because we are back. We are we are back at it once again, uh, going at these comic books. Um, we might be a few days before we get back to Judgment Day since there's about, what would you say, roughly 46 books we need to read? <laughs> there's currently only three. But here's the thing. By this, by tomorrow, yeah, I, know, like, I know tomorrow there's, there's like, I think at least two more. So we, we, have, we have drastically underestimated how many books we have to read for yeah. that one event uh, if we want to get everything. Um, so, uh, it might so, as well say we're just kind of behind on it. Yeah, you know, I, I, I think we're going to be behind. I, I think gonna, a three-book kind of limit is to the yeah, more, I think our I think we need to get to uh, get through two and maybe maybe some of the X-Men stuff because we got like that weird Death of the Mutants uh, offshoot mm. coming out tomorrow. Forgot about that. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. There's offshoots. Yeah. It's not just that. Offshoots of the offshoots. So, I don't know. You're the one running that one, so we'll yeah. do that one. I have the easy one where it's just going to be like, hey, you know, three books, and every once in a while some really depressing Justice League stuff. That's what we're going to be doing here. Hell yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, we've got three books here. Uh, this is, by the way, since you're listening to me, as in you're listening to Josh, the wise sage, uh, that's the one leading this, then you know, hopefully at this point you know that you're in for a Dark Crisis uh, recap. That's what you're in for right now. You're just going to sit there in for a dark crisis. Yeah, we're just in for, we're just in for a very dark time. Uh, but you're in for a dark crisis recap. Dark crisis is the new event happening in DC. Um, it is it is definitely something that is going on. Um, it is. It is definitely going on. And we're going to be reading all the books that come with the dark crisis because we've also got some Young Justice stuff. Uh, and The Flash is in there. Uh, today, the F Wally West children almost got killed by a murderous Batman, and man, mm. I was rooting for it. Mm -hmm. um, but they didn't actually end up happening. But they did somehow lose their wristband because they had one job, mm. and uh, they couldn't even keep on that. But we'll get to that in a second. Uh, also with me here, trying to keep me from uh, saying too much about murdering children on the podcast is... Here's hoping. Is this R-E-I-C, <laughs> uh, Jacob Vance. Jake, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing very, very well. Uh, thank you so much for um, everything that you all did for me this weekend. It was it's been it was an awesome weekend, um, a lot of fun. And yes, I did get a whole lot of comics and uh, some more Star Wars Legion stuff. So there's going to be some of that on the streams here soon. So that'll be fun. Um, so yeah, you get to watch me fail at painting. Nice. Um, but uh, but yeah, like an inverse Bob Ross. Pretty much. Nice. It's I, I'm I'm still going to be just as happy though. Just ha happy little. Happy little storm storm trooper. Happy little storm trooper. Exactly. <laughs> nice. Okay, well, cool. Well, let's jump into this, Jake. Um, That's what books we're covering. We're, oh, I, I thought I'd already mentioned that, but okay, I'll go, I'll go again. We're covering The Flash. 784. Okay. Okay. Uh, also, you can also just look at the top and see if it says Dark Crisis tie-in, 
That's another way to figure out which flash cover. Well, so see, so some people struggle with that because there's A and B covers, and some people miss the new Scott Snyder book when it's right in front of them oh. um, because oh. they haven't seen the B cover. Oh. So it's helpful to know oh. the numbers and the title oh. that we of what we're, oh. we're already what we're fighting, getting. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's already a fight. We're not even discussing the book yet. Anyway, here's Flash. Flash 784. It does say Dark Crisis uh, tie-in on the A cover. Um, and I don't know why you'd be getting a big cover to Flash to begin with. Dark Crisis yeah. Young Justice number two, and then of course Dark Crisis three of seven. I, I'm I'm being hard on this Flash story because I don't understand why this Flash story isn't just a one shot. Can you explain that one to me real quick? Um, filler. You think so? <laughs> That's well. I mean, the thing, to be honest, look. Here's the thing. Once again, I, I've stated before, I'm not really a Flash guy. Okay, it, he's not he's not one of my favorites. I understand the importance. Uh, my favorite Flash moments tend to involve like Bart Allen or like Wally West involved in the Justice League. Mm -hmm. I've I've never I've never gone out of my way to read a Flash comic. Uh, I like the stuff I like the most with Joshua Williamson's run on at the beginning of Rebirth. Mm -hmm. um, even Francis Manipal and uh, Brian Bucciolato stuff I, I thought was good, but not. Well, I loved it. it. I loved it, but um, you know, my favorite stuff of that, of course, involved Captain Cold, um, sure. who I like way more than I like the Flash. Um, you know, and who I tend to root for. Um, you, you do that with a lot of these villains, though. I mean, you know, I'm a, yeah, I, you know, Sinestro just—he's just, he, just trying Sinestro to misunderstood. He's just misunderstood. Oh, okay, man. gotcha. Slaving nations, and you sure. know. He's misunderstood, dude. Um, but no, I mean, I, I try to, I try to, you know, um, I, I try to put that side off this flash. Okay, um, the story they're telling, I think, uh, I think of the three stories they're telling, the last one is the most interesting, uh, with Bear, uh, well, with Wally and uh, well, Wally and Wally. Wallace, <laughs> Wally and Wallace, uh, both being kind of there, um, uh, kind of. Uh, being in this like perfect like 1960s 70s character, mm -hmm. I really like how the art's done on that. We I talked about, about that last say, week, yeah. Um, but we'll get to that in a second. The Archie stories, <laughs> they're just kind of there. Remind me, uh, we've got Jesse Quick and who's the other guy? Max Mercury. Max Mercury. Okay. Another thing I have with this is like there. If you have not been keeping it, let, let, let's say, let, let, let's just say for sake of argument that there's other people like us. Okay, which I know is going. Which is mm. not likely. It's okay. wild. <laughs> well, let's say somebody wants to get all the Dark Crisis stuff. Sure. Okay? And, but they haven't been keeping up with Flash, but they feel like they need it as a central part of this story. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because I do believe Flash will end up being a central part of the story because I think, once again, he's powering all this. Yeah. I think that's what's going to end up being happening um, because that's, it just seems like what is happening. Mm. Okay. Um, so let's say they want to get that to figure out how all that comes into play. Okay. But you haven't been keeping up with Flash. They have not, as far as I can tell, in two issues, mentioned who that person is. Max Mercury. I think they've said Max at one point, but... But how am I supposed to know? Like, I mean, literally, just all you gotta do, all you gotta do is do the Chris Claremont... Like, you have to do 10% of what Chris Claremont does. Mm -hmm. Just put, like, a little bullet point that goes, Beep, Max Mercury. Really speedy mm -hmm. guy with a mask, okay? That's mm -hmm. all you gotta do, alright? And and maybe, maybe, maybe in parentheses, not the guy from Batman Inc., Okay, you know, mm. maybe, maybe put that up yeah. as well. Okay, because I asked, he does I look like him, doesn't Rob, he? And Rob, our comic guy at the Money Tree, I asked him who he thought that was, and he thought the same thing. He thought like, what is the guy from Batman Inc. doing? 
You know what is the what is the Spanish Batman? Wait, Batman. So Rob didn't know who Batman no, was. What? Who knows who Batman? Did you? Uh, how did you know? I, I know because he shows him in Flash Rebirth. He shows up in the Jeff John stuff. Does he really? Yes. Okay, all right. So well, he was like the Flash in like the. He was a Flash character in like the fifties and sixties. Was he really? It's a, if I'm like correct, Garrick. Yeah, like because because that was when they started trying to do like some like callbacks like the Golden Age stuff. And so they kind of did like a mixture of. So he's a Golden Age character, with like you said, with Garrick, like okay. like Garrick, the Golden Age Flash came back for a little bit. I I, I think I could one hundred percent be wrong about all this. Okay, whatever. It but, doesn't yeah. matter. They're in Mad Max world, and yes. it's cool. There's trucks. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, there's a random woman. What do they call it? Tremosa? Terramosa? Uh, Something like that. Because I, I think it's it's like a. Play on Trimmer. Yeah. Um, let's see. Trimmer, maybe it's Trimmerasa. Terramongus. Terramongus. <laughs> Terramongus. So well, that yeah. would be like giant earth in Latin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, thing. she's got this giant. Uh, she's got this giant uh, semi-looking thing mm-hmm. with uh, with the speakers. Yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful. She, she looks like a mix of like Tita. Uh, uh, is it T- T- Tina, Tina Turner, Turner. And, and Beyond Thunderdome yeah, and, and then the guitarist from right. Fury Road, yeah. basically, yeah. which is awesome. Um, but anyway, like to me, I don't under, like they figured out really quickly. Not well, no, no, you've gone too far. I've gone too far. Okay, excuse uh, me. They, they figured out really quickly um, that this is not their Barry Allen. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, like I don't understand whether or not just like okay, I'm out now. I guess so. The story can continue. Well, in fair, I mean, that'd be kind of a jerk move to like, like the moment that old Terramongus is over here about to like start blasting this very element of missiles. They're just like, no, nah, we're gonna leave. Well, I mean, he he can't handle it. He's been handling it before. What would they have done if he hadn't shown up? I, I don't know what we'll to wait till uh, issue three to see. Okay, you know? all right, all right. And so, so this part's done. <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah, we move through that really quickly. We yeah, get, we get like four pages of that. We do get a really cool. We get a really cool part where Max Mercury goes pink to a missile. I will mm-hmm. always like that, that, that's one thing I do like about the flashes when they when they when they go pink to a missile, mm-hmm. like they just take their finger and go pink, mm-hmm. and then I could redirect the missile. Mm-hmm. I always enjoy that. I think they should do more of that. That, that whole chase scene is, is a lot of fun. Actually. Chase scene is yeah. a lot of fun. Um, mm-hmm. I do like the fact that uh, we're we're going. Um, I guess because we are in, um, you know, Mad Max rules. Uh, you know, we are. There's at least there's at least two deaths and I would say three um, in traction, putting people in traction moments in this casing. Um, Barry Allen straight up throws a grenade at a guy. Um, you will not tell me. I, I, I know. I look on the on the bottom of this page. He, try, he falls off. They're trying. They are trying to pull the GI Joe. <laughs> they pop the parachute as soon as the rattler went down. Okay, but like that man's about to be engulfed in flames on Carter. <laughs> also, he is flipping through the air upside down on his bike that was going probably eighty miles an hour. Then these guys get the worst case of whiplash I've ever seen. They're both in traction. I don't care what anyone says. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So, like, you know, you, you've got you've got some moments there, you know, but I mean, it, it's okay because we're in Mad Max world. I'm okay with it. I'm also okay because I mean, it's Jesse Quick and Max Mercury. As far as I know, they didn't say they weren't. They don't have about yeah, Exactly. Okay, I, I don't know. I don't know anything about them at all. So, like, I don't know. Maybe they're the murderous flashes, and maybe that's what we're supposed to get from that. Speaking of murderous flashes, 
we have Wally West's little children um, who have murdered so many people so far just by the by, by a sheer fact of what they have done. If Barry Allen they ends have, up dead, if Barry anyone. Allen ends up dead, we will blame it on this. Okay? They haven't murdered anyone. They have taken, they, they took this bracelet that was meant for anyone else, okay? I'm assuming either Mr. Terrific or Jay Garrick, okay? And they were like, we're going to take it and go. I still don't understand that what, what, I will never understand what happened in that first issue. Okay, there are literally flashes and smart people, smart people mm -hmm. in quotations, all around, and somehow two little brats grab three of the most important devices. One one of the three most important devices in say, all yeah. of the multiverse. Like I don't understand it, um, but anyway, they're trying to figure out how to make it work. Um, evil Batman shows up. I don't know who this is. Night Night Flash. Is yeah. That yeah, no one can stop Night Flash. No one can stop Night Flash. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, we're not even trying anymore. <laughs> and well, he's taking on Knives. Yeah. The villain Knives. Who 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 do who do we assume that is? I, I have no idea. I'm I'm assuming it's it is going to be like a Wally West Batman esque kind of thing. Or Barry Allen or actually no it'd be Barry Allen because that's who they're tracking. And then all of a sudden it's gonna be like I don't know, like a Joker-esque character that has knives everywhere or something. Well, uh, so what what ends up happening, of course, is that our 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 kids somehow uh, punch. Uh, well, they, they go fast, um, and then one of the kids punches the Batman, um, which is just a weird thing to say. And then they go into a dark corner with a guy they don't know, um, and that was. <laughs> That was the four pages of that. Okay, so when we finally get to the story that everyone cares about, because mm -hmm. we know this is that this is actually Barry Allen. At this point, one thing I do like: we are two issues in, and we've already we've already realized where our Bar Barry Allen is at, and he's in this area here. Sure. Um, so our Barry Allen is in uh, the uh, the ideal Central City, mm -hmm. um, and he's you know running around doing his thing. Um, you know, I I will say I do I do like this story this the story arc here. Um, at least I like what they're attempting to do here um, because it does go along with the other stuff uh, that's happening in the in the other in the other books that are just like members about this temptation of your hope, so to speak. Mm -hmm. um, what do you think of this, uh, Jake? I've, I've grabbed enough. Of, so, so, <clears throat> say, say something nice about this comic Well, well, one the art will always be the art in this section. <clears throat> Excuse me, so sorry. The art in this section, right from the first time that you see it at the end of, is it Infinite Frontier? Mm -hmm. Is that is that where it's at the end? Right. Okay, or Justice League Incarnate. One of the two. One of the two Williamson. It's one of the two Williamson things that led up to this. Um, when you first see it, of course, you're immediately hit with the. Um, I'm going to be kind of the pretentious art guy about the about this the pointillism within the comics. Mm -hmm. You know. Um, which is real, which is really cool because it is throw, it is going back to basically the '60s and prior way of doing the art, um, and so it's really cool to have that callback, um, even with like the modern technology and the modern way that's being brought forth. I think they do a really good job with it, um, to where it is very distinct. Even the style of the way that he runs, like like in different panels where there's a constant like motion behind him, it's all really cool. Um, so the storyline wise. I'm I'm struggling because because like you said I I think you hit the nail on the head when you're like the Flash is powering this because I, what I think this is what what I think the Flash is and the reason he was the first one is Pariah is literally doing the inverse of what 
the Anton Monitor did to him in Crisis on Infinite Earths 8. That is what I think mm-hmm. is actually happening here. Yeah. Um, Which I actually, honestly, kind of like. Yeah, I, 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 I do too. I, I think I that's too. kind of yeah. interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I don't know if we needed a full spinoff leading up to that. Well, I, you know, um, yeah, do something. Sure. Um, okay. Do we really need the? I have been mean to this comic. This comic's written perfectly fine. It just has characters I'm not that big a fan of. Sure. But with with what's happening at the end here, I really do like. Seriously. Sure. Um, because you do you do get some you do get some interesting moments. I I really like the Wally West literally figures it out within like three panels. Mm-hmm. I know that some people might might read that and be like, oh well, they're just trying to move things forward. No, I really like that Wally West is like, no, I know Barry. Yeah. I know who he is. And more importantly, I know who I am, and he sees himself down right. there, you know, and he sees the yeah. old, the old version of him. Um, I really like that. I, of course, we. <clears throat> Those are two great splash pages. Back yes, back yeah, ex- exactly, because because you know what Josh was talking about, like the second, the second and third pages that you see of this part of the story, um, is one of of Barry Allen just running straight towards you. It's very much Carmine Infantino just coming back to life to know to draw this and then the next one is reverse flash saying hi barry and what is happening here is wally west is trying to talk to barry but for some reason because he's in this negative zone world whatever we're calling it um instead of wally he sees eobarthon um which is the best name ever uh <laughs> better known as the reverse flash excuse me um <clears throat> and you know, of course, he's trying to talk to him. He's trying to do the whole... And then you have the whole, you know, the hero can't hear the other hero. Oh, no, what's going to happen? You know, and so... I Like like you said, I really I really like that part. Um, another, great another, another great splash page, yeah, of, of Barry holding what is technically Eobarthon, but you also have, like, hints of Wally coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do really like that. Um, but then you get to the weird part. Where, so, Wally West, from 2014, I think? The 2014 or 2015? The... Well, you call him Wallace. Just keep calling him Wallace. Is it is, is that one Wallace, or is the... Yeah, you're right. You are correct. Okay, yeah. all right. Excuse me. Okay. Well, you pretentiously corrected me a while ago. Where are we, where are we moving from I was that? just double-kicking. I was double thinking which would we call it Wallace. I was going to call him Wally and Wally. They're both Wally West to me. I don't care. I did say Wallace. You're right. Yeah. Okay. You're right. I, I forgot my own pretension. Yeah, Excuse exactly. me. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, so you have the Wall. You have the traditional Wally West of like the 1960s, and you have Wallace West, who was first introduced in 2014 during the New 52 run, um, and it's it's interesting because he gets his New 52 suit for one. Um, and as opposed to this kind of play on the, on the regular kid flash, um, suit and Wally acts like he's seen him his entire life and he's known him his entire life. And then all of a sudden he gets brought into the family dinner, just like Barry was the infinite frontier. And that's how the issue ends. I'm really intrigued to see where that's going to go because they're both being trapped. I, it would obviously make sense that he would want as many speedsters as he can, since we're presuming that this whatever he's powering is originally starting from the Speed Force. Um, but I am kind of intrigued with this whole 
Wall no, Wallace just wants to be accepted kind of aspect. I am really kind of intrigued by that. Um, well, I mean, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's totally all that. It's it's this idea of just. Also, Here, I don't know who any of these people are. Well, I'm gonna I don't know who any of these people are on no. on his right at the no. end there. Um, I can I can make guesses at every other person, but so for me, there's a. Both this book and the book we're about to talk about, this book, lesser than the next one, mm -hmm. are having these little meta-conversations with the fans as they're having them. And this part here is like, hey, you know what? You never accepted Wallace West. Mm, and he's fair. never felt accepted either. Yeah. And I think that I think that's that's a I think that's a statement that's being made there. because um, Wallace has been kind of on the outs. He hasn't been in any books. Mm -hmm. Really. I mean since He's been in the flash. Yes, yeah, but, but, but he hasn't really been, been in e-books. He's been like a okay. side character yeah. in the class. And then you know, Damien so like, him and Right, Damien literally just hates him so much yeah. and kicks him out. Um, so, like, he, he hasn't really had a home. Mm. He hasn't, you know, uh, ever since all this stuff happened. Um, so, yeah. So, I really do, uh, I, I really do, you know, think that's where, where that's going. Mm -hmm. Yeah, all three books have that. Yeah. Um, so looking looking at this, um, we 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 would be remiss in not mentioning the beautiful Neil Adams tribute at the end um, that has multiple different quotes from different people in the industry, and it's just Neil Adams talking about uh, it's a, it's Neil Adams quotes throughout the entire thing, and him just talking about how great stories and imagination really can be, and the true possibilities of everything that you that you are capable of doing as a creator um meanwhile dead man you think he's trying to say that sir you you you've passed on but then of course at the end you just realize he's just saying thank you mm -hmm. and all and it's all of the different dc characters that neil adams has worked on and this really long line to meet him which um having met neil adams uh when he when he was alive uh, that line is, is factually accurate. Yeah. Um, also, um, I, I just like how there's so many quotes about him. Um, Neil, real quick, Neil, Neil Adams, probably uh, Jack Kirby, Neil Adams, two most important artists of all time. E easily, easily, if not, if not just for art. Yeah. One um, the biggest things that Neil Adams and and Daniel Neal as well did was creators would not get any kind of royalties at all if it wasn't for them. Right. Um, most of your combo creators that still work on the big two are still grossly underpaid, in my opinion, um, particularly when it comes to royalties. Um, but at the same time, there would not be... That, that conversation wouldn't even be happening if it wasn't for the Adams and Denny O'Neill. Um, the, whole, the whole thing... The reason Jerry, we know who Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster are, the creators of Superman, are because of Neil Adams and Denny O'Neill. Because... Every when that was their big thing is that when the movie was coming out, they were like they need to be getting some royalties from this, even if it's like a single percent. They need something for this, mm -hmm. and so that's why. That's also why at the beginning of all your Superman comics, it always says "box special arrangement with the Siegel family and Siegel and Schuster families." Right. Um, but which is absolutely correct and what it should be doing because these characters are so big and the creators absolutely deserve to be um, honored and respected. In, in that sense. But yes, Neil, Neil Adams, Jack Kirby, I mean, 
I'd be hard-pressed to think of, think of two people more important to the industry as a whole. Obviously, there are different artists that I love, you know, from that era, but I think those two, just everything they did, we wouldn't have half the comics that we have today, or at least not the versions of them, without you know, without those two guys. Yeah, so, I'd, I'd actually make an argument, you know, um, everybody that's ever drawn Batman is, is like, doing a play on what Neil Adams oh, did. Oh, absolutely. No, they, they uh, all open so flowers. Like you can you can... You can do a real big, uh, uh, kind of a BC situation with before Neil Adams and after <laughs> Neil Adams uh, with Batman. So, but yeah, that's at the end of all the comics. I guess they're coming out this month. Written mm -hmm. by Tom King. Written by Tom King. Yeah. Uh, drawn. Excuse me. Uh, didn't look that up. Drawn by because it's. I thought it was someone that we knew pretty well. Drawn by Josh Adams. Not a name okay. I'm familiar with actually. Okay. Yeah. But he does a very good job. Uh, he's because, of course, the main thing is all the different DC characters are trying to follow that Neil Adams style. Yeah. I think he does a really good job of nailing a lot of the expressions and everything. Um, and a and a wonderful quote or a wonderful uh, picture of Neil himself. Yeah. Um, I just like the fact they're all holding books. Yeah, they're all they're all holding yeah, books. Yeah. And ba Batman's got a stack. Batman's I mean, stack. Batman's got a little Batman stack. There. He's ready. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. Ooh. All right, let's uh, let's move yes, on to Young Justice. On. Um, okay, here's here's what I'm going to say. Okay, I think Megan Fitzmartin. Before I go out of the way, I think Megan Fitzmartin is a really good writer. Okay, I am two books into what is about to be a six book run, mm -hmm. and I objectively dislike, dislike this book. Sure, um, and I and and I I, I want to. I, no one else does this mm -hmm. when they talk about comic books with writers you have to understand that a writer isn't just sitting at home by themselves and writing the book mm -hmm. there are hoops they have to go through there are uh there's you know uh, mountains of red tape they have to get through mm -hmm. um there is just a serious amount of you know of executive stuff that goes into a book and with a lot of books particularly someone like Megan Fitzmartin who I don't think has a lot of book under her belt she's doing what she is directed to do sure. okay she's not in the Scott Snyder role she's not in the Jeff Johns role she's not in the Bendis role you know she's not even I would say in the Tom King role now okay mm -hmm. like she is doing what she is directed to do okay she has an idea and I think they have directed her to do a little something else I think her idea was to do a very um was to do a very um, kind of deconstruction of the '90s comics. No, I, no, 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 okay. no. I, I, I think she wanted to be playful with Young Justice. Hmm. Um, the best part of this entire thing is when they're in the cycle. Yes, um, <laughs> and I think I think that is what she wanted to do. I think she wanted to have a good time with it. Uh, I think she wanted to you know take Young Justice back to what it was um, and have a fun adventure with old Young Justice. Mm -hmm. And I think somebody said we're pissed that people um, have boycotted us over uh, over uh, Sonic Kal-El, over Tim Drake being bisexual, over all of our pride stuff. And so we're about to smack people in the head with that. Mm. Um, and so we get a very interesting book where, once again, now it, I'm, I'm asking the same questions I asked when, when we had Ultimatum. Which is why, why would you let your characters do this? Mm. So there has been a panel in this book. Before we get into anything else, there's a panel in this book that's been surfing the web that you've probably seen already out of context where Batman tells Tim Drake, 
that him being in love with uh, Bernard is just a phase, okay? Mm -hmm. That his destiny is Stephanie, all right? And there's so many people very upset with this. And, of course, like, when I saw it, I was like, what in the world is this? Like, like once again, I've said several times, I don't mind Batman being a jerk, but Batman has to be good, okay? Mm -hmm. And there, that's, that's the line you ride with Batman. This is Batman not being good. <laughs> so, like, it was a really weird concept of course now having read the book i know this is a batman okay mm, yeah. there's something else going on here yeah. but out of context when you do something like that it hits the web people who aren't going to pick this book up because this is about the you know once again no offense but what I, I, the books that came out that week if there was 20 books coming this is what the 16th most important one maybe so like what i'm saying is like people are going to pick that book up but they're going to remember that part and that's what you have done. You have placed that line in Batman's mouth mm. forever. And, like, you have put people, the 20,000 people that are going to read this book in a position where they have to go, no, 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 this is a, it's not Batman. Story. It's not Batman. Okay, they're trying to tell something else. They're trying to do something here. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I just think it's a really strange take on what you're trying to do. Mm -hmm. Um, particularly with with the characters that you've chosen, because Jake, you've read you read young, so like the whole point of this is like this is not what we are anymore. Okay, mm -hmm. like Bart's not weird anymore. Mm -hmm. Bart's definitely weird. Connor's not snarky anymore. Connor's definitely still snarky. Tim Drake, in my opinion, other than becoming bisexual, has not changed in twenty five years. So like. You know, that's the statement they want to make, even if it's not true. Mm. But you tell me, you read a bunch of Young Justice. Was Young Justice homophobic and racist? And I I, I do not think so. I personally do not think so. Uh, Mighty Endowed is weird, and it should not have been done that way as, as a character. But it's almost a... Mighty Endowed is also very much a product of the 90s. Not necessarily, like I said, the, the, the homophobia and the racism, I don't, I don't remember there being that much. Well, so, so they pick, so, so basically you have Sissy, which is hilarious, being our voice of reason, mm -hmm. um, because she says, I don't remember it this way. I remember us beating, beating up the people that the Gus League didn't want, want to deal mm -hmm. with and that, uh, people that were misunderstood or women or people of color. And what they do is they show Mighty and Doubt, who is... You know, I, to your point, like objective occasion mm -hmm. gone wild, and then they show Torah, who is extremely problematic. Mm -hmm. yes. <laughs> you know? So, yes. like, so you know, I think that there were like so to so to make the statement that in that the world was very different in 1998 versus 2022 is a very oversimplification of this. However, it's just a it's just factually accurate, um, in the sense that things were different back then, and things would be written in public in comics. You can read some older, uh, like late '90s, early 2000s X Men, and find some pretty problematic stuff. Um, not even just like the Chuck Austin stuff, um, which is awful. Um, and I, I forgive me, I can't think of any examples right now, but I mean. Just, just go to your comic book shop. Pick up a a '90s or early 2000s book. You will find something technically wrong. Um, so, like on one hand, I understand kind of where they're going from that aspect. I don't think it's as bad as what they are saying it was. I think it's like, oh well, that panel 
we're just going to overlook that panel kind of situation and then moving on. I don't think it was as rampant as this story would have us believe. Um, I'm okay with obviously moving forward. Like I'm okay with obviously trying to address these issues and being like, well, you know, these characters were misunderstood. A lot of them were, um, in poor Let's just go with in poor taste. Let's just say that. Um, but, but like you said, like the, the, but the main problem is of course, is that the entire world that they're in is trying to turn them into this kind of dark, twisted version of themselves, you know, with, like you said, Batman saying it's only a phase. Um, and of course every neck beard with it, with the YouTube channel, probably running with that as we, as we speak, um, which is unfortunate. Well, it's also real quick, a very similar story to what's being told with, with Wallace mm -hmm. and Flash, because these are three characters that once again don't have a home. That's true. Because Bart doesn't. Uh, I don't. Bart Allen's one of my favorite characters. Bart Allen really, with Wallace West, he's just nerve. I mean, he's kind of shunted down mm -hmm. the uh, the roster, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Superman bring uh, Superboy brings it up is like, well, I don't know where I exist because they moved because John Kent basically, yeah. And then Tim Drake has always been the weirdest of the Robins because he's the one Robin that is always defined by the fact that he chose to be Robin, which means he's always going to be Robin. Mm. You know, Nightwing can become, or Rob, Dick Grace can become Nightwing, Jason Todd can become Red Hood, Damien can just be, I'm going to be Damien now. Mm -hmm. You know, um, Tim Drake doesn't have that no. opportunity. So, you know, that that there's that's the thing, like, so you can tell there's in, you can tell there's uh, Cassie definitely because I got Yara Floor mm -hmm. uh, in there um, just you know doing her thing mm -hmm. and so like so once again there's an interesting conversation to be had here. I'm just not sure telling. I'm not sure making the statement. I'm, I'm very uncomfortable making the statement um, that. All these comics you loved were homophobic and racist. In, in particular, when several of the people that made those comics are still around. Yeah. And then my other issue here is this, okay? So we're being told that the Justice League back then was just as bad. I mean, uh, uh, but my, okay, my assumption, tell me if you read it this way. Mm -hmm. We're being told that Justice League back then was just as bad as Young Justice was, right? Essentially. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, they're, they're, kind of the, they're kind of the tempters here, right? Fair. Yeah. Okay. Here's my problem with that. Who's Young Justice is that? I mean, who's Justice League? I mean, Gr Justice League. Uh, Grant Morrison. Okay, Grant Morrison. Let me tell you a little something about Gr actually, actually, tell you real so real quick about Grant Morrison. One most progressive comic book writer in the nineties and the early easily. Even. Secondly, how many times have you corrected me that their pronouns are they them? Okay, so right off the bat, I mean, I, I'm I'm amazed Grant Morrison has come out and said something because because when I turn the page and notice that okay, so they're using Grant Morrison's. Justice League mm -hmm. to promote this idea of like when well, the 90s and 2000s comics were racist and homophobic and we don't want to be that anymore. That's hilarious to me. I mean, that is hilarious. Here's the thing. I mean, even the very concept of it technically takes it. I mean, it's Peter David who wrote the first Young Justice run and Peter David, like I would not put him in the same level as Grant Morrison when it comes to like progression, but at the same time, his X factors pretty damn inclusive yeah exactly um you know like and 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 once again like i understand there might have been like a few things like here and there 
Like, um... Alright, yeah, okay. We'll do. We'll, we'll just do something random here, alright? The Sandlot, okay? The Sandlot has an entire scene of you play ball like a girl, okay? Right. Now, as classic as that is, and as, yeah. much, and as much as a lot of us can, can chuckle at it, because, once again, it was like 1954, right. you know... It's a little bit easier to take when you to put the time the time stamp on it, but obviously things have changed a lot since then. And the same that's what I'm talking about when when I say that these things were in some of these comics. Like and there were certain things that were, yes, problematic. That's what I'm talking about when like there's a panel, you know, like there might be a like um I mean even some of the Ultimate Spider Man, which Brian Michael Bendis you know, um, creator of Miles Morales. Like, I think even even he has something about, like... I mean, well, he he has a pretty decent amount of, of, uh, of objectification when it comes to Jean Grey and Elektra yeah. and, and Ultimate Spider-Man. But once again, it's early 2000s. And I understand that's not really an excuse, but I also want to make sure that there is an understanding of, yeah, it was a bit of a different time. We have evolved. We have changed. We ha we want to do better. Some of us. I do not think that books like Grant Morrison's Justice League or Peter David's Young Justice. I will admit I haven't read a whole lot of Peter David's Young Justice, and it's, and the what I did read was a long time ago. Like we're talking like the library still had a basement where uh, where the uh, graphic novels were. That's the way thing. Um, I'm just I'm just so happy you said that because anyone who listens to this. Has no context. That's for what true. Just talked so about. our li you know what? Never mind. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. library basement. There no. you go. <laughs> I'm hoping someone in Taiwan is listening to this and they're like, they put all the comic people in the basement. basements. That just seems yeah. rude. America's yeah. weird, man. <laughs> just us hanging out with all the mystery fiction. Uh, uh, I just, anyways, I just don't. I, I, I don't like the optics of here's Grant Morrison's Justice League. Sure. No, I, I completely um, agree with that. You know and. Plus you, you, you get system homophobic. Plus I, I just I love my I love that my boy Zariel is just getting picked yeah. up back in in a panel. Yeah, you know my my boy, your boy, your boy. <laughs> your boy. Oh, that's a weird run. But anyway, um, yeah. But I, I just I don't I don't uh, I don't really like that. Also, real quick, is that Artemis? Yes. Okay, gotcha. And then yeah. Connor Hawk, right. uh, Green Arrow. Okay, gotcha. It's been a minute since I've read the Grant Morrison stuff. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I mean you're you're absolutely correct, especially especially about the this panel, the Batman panel. I do have to wonder, like, I like the idea of the panel. I do, I do too. I really do, and 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 that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at with it. Is like on one hand, I don't want either. Is it Megan Fix Martin? Megan Fitzmartin. Megan, okay. I don't want either Megan Fitzmartin or any of the editors or anyone to think that, like, well, we have to watch what we're going to put because someone could put that panel out of context. Because Except you do. <sighs> because, do you because, you because do? He, okay, particularly with someone like Batman. Here's the thing. I love the concept of that panel, and I guarantee if we had Megan Fitzmartin sitting here, what she would tell you is there is nothing that a person goes through more than have than thinking like what will the most important person in my life think of this decision, which mm -hmm. is what he is struggling with right there. Okay. Also, it flows out of the urban legends uh, uh, storyline mm -hmm. that they did with that very well. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, but my problem is is now you do have Batman forever. 
in a comic book telling Tim Drake that bisexuality is a face. Mm-hmm. And you, you've done that. And, you know, no, ma- no matter what you do in the age of the Internet, you know, because the Internet, to quote our boy Donald Glover, um, because the Internet, you're going to have that all over the place. You're going to have your, as you so eloquently put it, your neck beards uh, going around and using that. Um, and you know, and it, it, it's going to, it's already happened. Um, and so I just, I'm, I'm not, it doesn't do enough for the story in my opinion to justify its inclusion. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I, I do understand where it's coming from. I get the point. Um, this is a, and here's the thing. Look, I, you, you know me normally I'm all in the, all, all in the camp of, you know, yeah. You know, if, if, if this stuff isn't for you, then comics aren't for you. You know, if you, if you're in the, if you're in the comics are too woke now concept, well, yeah, then comics just aren't for you because comics have already been woke since the 1960s. Mm-hmm. You know, so like if, if this, if this, if this counterculture thing is just too, you know, much for you, go find a different hobby or there's plenty, there's, there's plenty of comics gates putting out crap guys. So there's plenty of that stuff out there if you, if you, if you want it. Okay. Um, but, but leave DC alone for it. Normally I'm on that. The problem is, is it gets in the way of the story here because mm-hmm. now I'm just reading the story about how horrible these people used to be. And it's just not, it's not fun. Mm-hmm. And it's not, a, it's, it's not a, it's not a good action adventure story. Um, and like, and, and I, and I guess you could turn on words against me and be like, well, then just don't read it. And fair. Okay. Maybe someone's getting a lot out of this, but it just doesn't work for me. Um, you know, I just don't, I don't like how our characters are presented here with it. gets it's ultimatum. Once again, it's mm-hmm. like, I don't understand why you would do this to your characters, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but, but I could be wrong. You know, like I said, uh, you got four more issues here, um, to turn this around. Because we do have, we do also have to say, you know, it is very clear that these guys are being brought up as the worst versions of themselves. There is a possibility that that could be flipped on its head, like in in the sense of what well, like, I think it almost has to be flipped on its head, or else it's not going to work as a story. Well, like, no, no. What, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is like, you know, like not saying that these guys were the bad versions of them, like that. It's literally just like a complete inversion of what they were back then, even. You know, um, also, I, I, I haven't worded this, but I always loved the Batman pauldrons um, I of, of the 90s. That was always a fun thing. I miss pauldrons. Um, but it's, but like, that's, that's kind of, that's something that I kind of think they might be, if this ends with them bringing back a Young Justice comic, I think that'd be really interesting. I'm kind of with you. I kind of like to see what Megan Fitzmartin can do without a lot of ed- editorial oversight yeah. of this has to fit in within Dark Crisis. Dark Crisis. Um, Nothing against, like, I think what she has done is, to, is the best of her abilities, like, within this, within the confines of it, but I also wonder if this is a Charles Soule and Greg Pak and Superman doomed kind of situation, where the writing's the best they can do, but the con- the concept is rough. Yeah. Um, fair, I think it's fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah. Also, I, I want to read more of her stuff, because I want to see what, what else she can do, because this is not... I've heard great things about her, you know, like as a writer, um, and the like. The writing itself isn't necessarily bad, but like you said, the optics of it may not be the best, and and a lot of the things that they're trying to get across aren't also the best. But you know, and I'm kind of intrigued to see what happens with the uh, with the last panel here. 
Um, because it's very yeah. Clear. They go to they go to find Cassie, and Cassie's been beat up by Captain Boomerang, uh, Lex Luthor, and Deathstroke. But all the early two thousands versions yeah, of them, like well, they called barely... him the Trinity of Trauma. So I'm assuming yeah. so. Deathstroke confuses me here. Captain Boomerang obviously kills Tim Drake's dad. Mm-hmm. Um, Luther and Superboy. What's Deathstroke? Oh, never mind. He shot Bart Allen in the leg. Shot Allen in the leg. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. wait, hold on. That's in Teen Titans. <laughs> it's still... Okay, so here's the thing. All right. So I honestly think... I'm honestly wondering if we are going to go through the history of these of these three characters. Okay. Because here's the thing. Because you're right. Because literally everything that happens with those characters... Because Lex Luthor is also Teen Titans. Is it? Lex Luthor, because Lex Luthor and t- and because Connor and Tim find out that Lex Luthor is half of Connor in Teen Titans One by okay, Death Jones. That's right. Yeah. So that's two years after Young Justice. Yeah, and then Tim so Drake is uh, Tim Drake's is father is killed crisis. in Identity Crisis, which is three years later. Yeah. Um, that young that same Young Justice run is when Bart Allen gets shot in the leg. So the thing is, is like. If this whole thing is them going through their history as characters and then getting back to basically remembering who they need to be, I'm still iffy on the whole, like, Cassie uh, Sandsmark has the worst version of It's a Wonderful Life, basically, at the opening, but all the same, if that's what they're going for, yeah. all right, cool, <laughs> yeah. you know? I mean, am I wrong of, like, I just kind of wish they might be dead, and then he turns around, they're gone. I just, yeah. I, I don't know, that's kind of... Kind of rough for me to take, yeah. um, but from Cassie, uh, from Cassie. yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Like weird... um, All right, here we go. Let's move to the main. Yeah, event. yeah, main, uh, main event. Dark yeah, Crisis okay. Three. So here's the deal. Uh, really like Dark Crisis Three. Real quick. Does Pariah kind of look like Granny Goodness in all these covers for some all reason? All of them. Every like, single one. Like, why are they going for that? I don't know. Like, because think, in this and in the Flash is, cover, I think part like, of it is the antibiotic armor. I guess that's it. But but like I have literally thought that it was Granny Goodness they were taking. Which let me tell you, it turned out to be Granny Goodness. I would I would lose my mind. Gosh, Williamson got all my letters. Yeah. Um. Um, Dark Crisis. Uh, I do want to point out. Um, I do think uh, Jake didn't figure this out. There is a there is an alternative uh, uh, alternative cover uh, to this. Uh, that has the new carry the new character Red Canary on the cover. I think it's really interesting looking. Um, I think that's who is putting on the mask at the bottom right of of the first page. Um, so here's here's a so you want a new Young Justice book, okay? Sure. I want a, and I've said this. You remember for years. Okay. I want several new team books. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. I want a Justice League. I want a... Justice League Odyssey, Justice League Dark, because Josh, they've already done that. And it was good. And it was very good, actually. But what I mean by that is, like, I want... But, but here's my issue with that concept, mm-hmm. is that they're like, we're going to spread out all the Justice League over these... All these and I, I don't want that, okay? Mm. Like, I want a Justice League book, but I want a team book that also has John, Yara... And uh, uh, Jace, mm-hmm. and then maybe Red Canary, mm-hmm. and some of the other new people in mm-hmm. it. Uh, I want a Justice League book that has Supergirl on the team. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, I want maybe a Justice League 
book that has all these girls that only ever show up in these comics, mm. like Donna Troy. Mm-hmm. Sure, uh, yes. You know, so, like, I mean, that's what I want to come out of this book, and I'm hoping that's what happens. Um, so, like, you have this situation going on in, in the first panel here where, like, we're kind of discussing, you know, people have lost hope. Uh, Yara Floor is like, oh, which, once again, this character boggles my mind because I love this character, but I guess she's like, oh, the Titans headquarters destroyed. I guess maybe I should go and help. I don't know. So, like, so she goes and, and decides to help. Um, I don't know. Sideways is being uh, tracked down by Prometheus. Yes, yes. The, uh, so Sideways was created after Metal. I know, I know exactly who Sideways is. Yeah, or is it is it Sideways? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just yeah, it's just you know, just some interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you've got this uh, the Just League are dead. No one will save us. Sign. Um, I would like to ask that person what the point of that is. Um, you know, just uh, you know, like most of the time, signs have a point. Uh, this point is just a statement of fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not attempting like to be like vote prop thirty two or like anything. Just the just league are dead, and no one will save us. Um, okay, you know I don't know why you're then I don't know why 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 would why would I'm confused by I'm so confused by that panel. Why would you stand out in the middle of the street and do that? You know like you know like like you know like at most 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 people you know like most writers you know when they do something like that they like. Have, have it be a play on evangelism or a play on politics. But this guy is just like, the Just League are dead. <laughs> no one will save us. Uh, but then we go into kind of this like, situation uh, where things are hopeless. Uh, Donna Troy makes a incredibly weird statement about Deathstroke. Deathstroke wanted us to suffer to break our spirit. And she says that as if that is strange for Deathstroke. Jake, real quick. Since you did, since you were like, hey, explain um, the X-Men, uh, Powers of X, uh, uh, House of X uh, situation, give me, give me 40 years of Deathstroke and talk about Deathstroke and how he's been this nice, kind, loving person for 40 years. So, Go. All right. So my biggest, like, because I, I don't want to mention it during issue two. Because issue two is really cool, and it has a really cool fight scene between him and Nightwing. Um, I will readily admit that. Yeah. that. That is the primary reason I didn't bring this up. My biggest issue, and what I don't understand with Deathstroke here in this story, is this has all been done before. Like, because, I mean, we're, we're talking... So, Deathstroke starts out in New Teen Titans 2. I'm not going to do the entire thing. I'm not going to do all... all God, is it forty years? Oh my it's God, forty years! It's been forty years of Deathstroke. We're so old. We we are. <laughs> Anyways, um, I'm not gonna do the entire thing, but Deathstroke's whole thing is that he starts off as a mercenary. Um, his son is killed in his stead. Um, during the first their first fight with the Teen Titans, and because of it, he basically swears vengeance on any. Uh, at this point, teenage superhero ever. Okay, Deathstroke basically disappears for a long time and just randomly shows up in a few issues and like in the mid twenties of New Teen Titans in the mid thirties, and then all of a sudden, boom! Judas Contract is here. Judas Contract is a very problematic story in twenty twenty two with Terra 
but that is something for another time. I we but but real quick, okay. Once again, but, once again, with this. But even with Juice's contract, the I'm, whole thing I'm, is breaking their spirit. Exactly. I'm coming off the concept, okay? Because you told us New Fifty Two didn't exist anymore. Mm -hmm. Doomsday Clock and Metal, both at the end, supposedly are we're shoving all the stuff everything together. together. Yeah. Okay. Which means Donna Troy remembers Judas contract, mm -hmm. right? I would she's assume there. so. Show oh, she's I mean, I would, there. I mean, I would assume she didn't forget it. <laughs> I would you hope know. so. Okay. <laughs> so like, so like the, the whole point of having Tara show up and be there was not just to or, and, and to betray him was not just I need information because mm -hmm. it's Deathstroke can get information he wants, but it was also to make them really sad because to break their spirits. Deathstroke understood. That teenage superheroes are very emotional, mm -hmm. and that's what makes them dangerous, as opposed to like other the the other you know I mean like that that's his whole thing. So mm -hmm. like anyway, carry on. No, like that's the that's the thing is all this has been done before, and I'm I I almost wonder if he's going to play a different role later because we 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 get a lot of that. I mean let me rephrase. Obviously he will, but we're going to get to that here in a second. Yeah. But. The sense of having this, like, having Donna say this is very weird. Having it happen in issues one and two, that's not as weird. Having Donna say this was different is is weird. You are you are right in that. Um, maybe it's because he destroys Titan's Tower, but, like, well, even so that, here's, like, here's, I here's just... Maybe it's because he has an army, which I guess I get That's that, what's different. If but, Donna Troy had been like... He has never openly attacked us like this before. Yeah. That would make more sense mm -hmm. than he wanted us to suffer and wanted us to break our spirit. Mm -hmm. As far as I know, Deathstroke has always wanted, with, with some real, like, interesting exceptions when we were like, you know, uh, Deathstroke selling a lot of t-shirts, let's make him a good guy. But, like, other than that, for the most part, he's wanted all the Titans to suffer. Like, he hates them all. At the end of uh, Infinite Crisis... You know, when they're like, Deathstroke, what do you do? Why did you side with, why did you side with the guy who wants in reality? His entire thing was because of Grayson. It's always been because of Grayson. So, like, so, you know, once again, you have 40 years of this character having one goal, essentially. Mm -hmm. All right. For Donna Troy to say this just makes her look out of her mind. And it's one of those things where I'm, I'm a little worried about this comic because it does seem like, the point of this comic, of course, which is, you know, there is light and in, in, in the in the darkest of darknesses, you know. Um, but, like, that has to make sense to some extent, mm. okay? This is not... I mean, tell me if I'm wrong. Like, I'm not trying to be heartless here. I, I, I love Beast Boy. But this is a Tuesday for most of these it guys. It is, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, you look at... So... You know, for for the people who haven't picked up this issue yet or reading at home, um, I mean, you you look at literally the next page and like this is the lineup of people, okay? Barbara Gordon, mm -hmm. Starfire, Duke Thomas, Raven, Roy Harper, Jason Todd, Stephanie Brown, Donna Troy, Cassandra Kane, and oh, Cyborg, okay? So so so, so, so down the line. let's go down the line. Let's go down the line. Paralyzed, Paralyzed by the Joker. Yep. In slight. What? Don't, don't tap too hard oh. on the computer. <laughs> Paralyzed by the Joker. Mm -hmm. Enslaved and tortured by her sister. Mm -hmm. Father, literal demon. Father uh, turned in, uh, as far as I know, father and mother Joker. still, uh, still mm -hmm. under the Joker toxin. Mm -hmm. um, 
Is that that's Roy? That's Roy. We so, just, that's just that's just Roy. Roy. Is Roy. That's Roy. <laughs> <laughs> beaten beaten to death and then uh blown up and then come back to life as a crazy person yep okay uh steph stephanie brown's father is uh is the puzzler you're wait i thought that was artemis is uh her no her her father sportsmaster yeah stephanie brown's uh, father is... is the one that came up with the weird code that they still use yes anyway criminal <laughs> uh donna troy in this reality has so many weird backstories oh, but, yeah. but anyway i'm assuming if all the stories are real donna troy was used by Hera at one point to murder all the men on an island yep uh who is this cassandra king that Cassandra Kane. <laughs> it's Cassandra you know, Kane. And then yeah, exactly. Cyborg is a literal cyborg. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. So, like, once again, like, I, I'm not saying that this isn't a traumatic experience. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm not saying that. But you've got guys that are already experiencing this trauma that have done this over and over and over again. All of these guys, veterans of many wars. Okay. The idea that Black Adam, that I love Black Adam, but the idea that Black Adam is like, you guys are not strong enough to do this. It's total BS. Yeah. You know, like you have you have heavy hitters here who have saved the world multiple times over. Okay. You know, every one of these people, with the exception of no, every one of these no, people all, all, yeah. all experienced the last the last three crises together. So like uh, Duke Thomas is the only one who did it. Duke, but, I'm sorry, Duke. But still Duke yeah. was all throughout metal. Right. So, I mean, so <laughs> you know So yeah, I, that I, counts. I, yeah, it's just it's it's a weird it's a weird thing they're trying to do here. Okay. Okay. Hey, uh, we lost recording there for a bit. Yep. Um, there's going to be like, we're going to have to try and fix this in. in well, like post. a weird, like, cutoff or something. Yeah, we got a weird cutoff, uh, probably because, as Jake pointed out, I was punching the buttons you were. too much. You were. Um, and so. Uh, that might have also been me when I picked up the book. Okay. That yeah, might have also. Well. Tell you what, we'll we, need we'll we'll putting, we need to stop, stop putting. We need to stop putting books. Yeah, on, on the computer. In fact, we're, we're to move our stuff around right yeah. now. We we're very DIY. I really hope we erase all of this because none of this actually matters in the context of the <laughs> comics as well. Um, anyway, okay, three, two, one. We were talking about the fact that Black Adam has taken over uh, uh, the Justice League here, um, and he is trying to be the leader of the Justice League. Um, because he thinks he has to be the one who does it. Mm -hmm. He thought it should be Nightwing, and then for whatever reason, I'm still upset of that reasoning that Nightwing let the Titans Tower get destroyed, mm -hmm. um, and so Nightwing can't do it for some reason. Um, uh, and so now he thinks he can't, uh, he, or that he's the only one that can do it. Uh, Black Adam definitely cannot be the leader of the Justice League, um, and we're seeing that he's turning back into Black Adam. You were going to ask me a question. So, my question to you is, how do you feel about Black Adam kind of going back to his roots, basically? Okay, let me ask a question. Is Brian Michael Bendis ever going to write anything for DC ever again? I'm wondering. Okay. Because none of his stuff has really been that well received. Okay, so there's this. there was this thing that happened in wrestling recently where uh, Triple H had a heart issue. Mm -hmm. And he can no longer do NXT, and they erased everything he did in NXT while he was gone. I kind of wonder, just kind of wonder, if that's what they're doing with Black Adam, uh, <clears throat> with Brian Michael Bendis. Hmm. Um, missing uh, quite, uh, I would say, um, it's quite suspicious how she is missing. Mm. Naomi has not shown up. Naomi has not shown one, up. She, she showed up one time to be like, actually, in Justin Justice League 75, 
She hasn't been in Dark Crisis yet, right? It's just in 75. When, when Black Adam crashes back down, that's when you see Naomi. I don't think she's in is one. She's not in the first one. I thought she I was in the first so. one. Maybe, maybe. If, if she is, it was just in it's, like, it's in like one of the splash pages or something. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I do wonder, you know, like, we, we've done this before with Black Adam, mm-hmm. where we were like, um, we don't like him as a good guy, so he's going to be a bad guy again. Um, so I do wonder if that's where they're going here. Nothing, here's what I will say. Nothing that happens here is is different for Black Adam. Hmm. Um, Black Adam's idea of kill Count Vertigo and hang him in front of the Hall of Justice uh, is very, very... <laughs> on brand Tom Dog. Okay. <laughs> um, and I am... And, and here... And like, you know... It's Count Vertigo. Are you condoning the death of Count Vertigo? I'm just, you know, just saying, you know, <laughs> this is Count Vertigo. You know, he's, 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 you know, he's, he's not great. You know, I think uh, I'd be perfectly fine. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's sad. Um, I guess you know to lose such a great villain, but um, you know, um, there's a fantastic moment though here, um, where there's a point where no, don't turn the page yet. Hmm. There's a point where um, whoever are, who, who's our artist on this, uh, Daniel Semper. Okay, Daniel Semper, who I, I think has done a fantastic awesome. job. <laughs> um, I love art uh, that tells things without actually having to tell you what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a moment where Black Adam, even he like respects John, which he hasn't done yet. Uh, when John is like, look, basically says stop, and his eyes glow and like. You know, once again, to me, this series needs to be, look, we've invested a lot of money into John Kent, Yara Floor, and Jace, uh, Jace Fox. Fox. Uh, is, he, is he going by Fox? Such a weird book. <laughs> anyway, and Jace Fox. We've even put them on the Nessa Crunch bars or the Hershey bars, okay? Mm-hmm. So, like, still, still can't find those. Still can't find still those. And uh, still can't get over the fact that though they put those three on there, but hey, we've invested a lot of money in these people, in these guys. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, they we need to put them at the forefront. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a moment where that happens. It's it takes a lot to back Black Adam down, um, and so you have a moment where John Kent does it, and then you have a moment where Yara Floor does it as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, my favorite part is you know <laughs> is uh, Black Adam's like. <laughs> yeah. You challenge me. I don't even know you, dude. Like, I, like, I love it. Your floor is so great. Like, she, she is. She is the best. Um, but the, uh, to me, uh, there's a lot of symbolism to leaving the cape behind. Yeah. And uh, going back to his roots, so to speak. Um, and then, like, okay. So this is what I'm going to ask you. Okay? okay. So we have all this. We have this moment where you know, like, Damien's like being realistic and John being hopeful and. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, we need hope and like, Damon's like, maybe that's why they die, which doesn't make any sense. Um, but like, you know, and then I I do, I do love this idea of like, well, I guess we'll just all go home, Mm -hmm. you know, like, well, you know, if you, you know, we'll just go home and protect our families, which I get, but like, Jake, yeah, where did the justice society come from? Where have they been? 
doing stuff. I okay. Well, no, you're, 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 you're right. You're, you're absolutely good. correct. Like, because the whole I, thing was they should have called us to at the beginning. And I'm like, I didn't even know you guys were still around. <laughs> I thought Power Girl was still on Earth too. I had no clue. Like I, I didn't know. So, so my big thing with this, I definitely would have called Power Girl. There's another Supergirl there. Yeah, we need all those we can get. You know, we, like, are you kidding? So, so the thing is, it's like, all right, one, I know you're gonna mock me, okay? But you do also have Doctor Fate, uh, who he is a heavy hitter. Yes or no? Yes or no? I mean, he's a heavy hitter when he wants to be. Until he's all like, "This is not how fate should be." Okay. <laughs> sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. But what my what I take from this is Mister Terrific went to went to get them whenever everything else was going was going south. The problem is, why did we not do this sooner? I would really like hope Mister Terrific was like, "Uh oh, two little brats, <laughs> two little brats just stole the <laughs> so, wrist, man." Okay, we're not going to find Barry Alley type suit, so I better go get the Justice Society. But like once again, I didn't know they were around. Okay, the other thing is, no, I'm wrong. Okay, at first I thought there was a Hawk Girl. Um, on the Justice League. There is. Is that Kendra and the Sierra? Is that what we're I, doing? I don't here? know what's going on, but Kendra, okay. Kendra's in the in the backup to Green Lantern there. Okay. Okay, gotcha. Alright, so well yeah, in that case I have no idea who this person yeah, is. Or that person. Was that just Carter? Uh, I, I don't know. Once well, again, last time we where saw has him? the Justice Society been? <laughs> I don't know. Last I don't know. We I saw don't... Carter Hall. He was yeah, a listen. giant in the world for. Yeah, listen to me, okay? I don't know who's on the Justice Society. I don't know where they've been. Well, I can name okay. all these characters. Oh, 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 I can name all the characters. I'm saying I don't know who is on there. Mm -hmm. I don't know where they've been. Mm -hmm. And I don't know where they just came from. Yeah. Okay. And which is why Alan Scott's entire thing of like they should have called us at the beginning. I don't know. I, you know, that doesn't make any sense. Also, the, the they're not a replacement for the Justice League. Like Catman is not a replacement for the Justice League. I love Catman. It is don't wild cat. That's not Catman. Oh, Catman no, Secret Six, not. isn't it? Yes. Catman Secret Six. I'm sorry. The hell is wrong with you? I apologize. That is that is, that is Ted Grant Wildcat. I'm sorry. I am sorry. Or is it Ted, Ted Grant? Yeah, it's Ted Grant Wildcat. Because yeah. he trained Black Canary. Yeah. I'm sorry. Forgive me. I, I will not talk anymore. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I, I don't know where they've been. I have that, no clue. Yeah. No, like I was... This... Okay. Also, let, let's just let's just take a moment to appreciate this is a really cool splash page. It's a really cool, like, turning, maybe, for yay, we have more reinforcements. Well, once again, but it, 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 it would go back to, I want more team books. Yeah. Oh, I would love a Justice yeah. Society book. I, especially if it was someone like, I would love Joshua Williamson on a Justice Society yeah, book. Um, but at the same time, your your main question is not wrong of where did they come from? Where What have they been doing? Where where, like, where did you come from? Where did you go, Cotton uh, Cotton Ijo and or yeah. Justice Society. Yeah, Justice yes. Society, okay. <laughs> Um, also, your girl Cyclone's there. I wanted to make sure you noticed. That. Oh yes, you know I did um, know Cyclone's there, and Power. I mean, I love Power, Power Girl. Too, yeah, I yeah. Just, you know, um, who is this? Our man. Who? Our man. That's our man. That's our man. He's, he's got the hood. You can kind of see. It, it's been a minute. Yeah. What's going you on, our man? And Adam Smasher, and then Doctor Manhattan. Uh, I know Adam Smasher. Yeah. Yeah. No, Doctor Manhattan. Yeah. No, no. That that was the one that was confusing me. Okay. Yeah. I got cool. You. Anyway, Just Society's back. Yeah. I guess. Yay. So like. I do. I do like the contrast between Just Society and what's going to happen on the last page. Okay, mm -hmm. 
But I do want to ask you, what do you think's going on with Death? So, like, I, I know Pariahs have Death Stroke. Yep. Um, poor Death Stroke is even, like, get out of my head. So, like, yeah. we, we, we do have a situation here where um, we're trying, where Death Stroke is not in control of himself. Okay? Mm. Um, we have this, uh, so, Ravager, um, Ravager last time, like, you know, no, I, 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 really, I really like the character of Ravager. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, no, no, no. I agree. But, like, you know, Ravager was running around during the uh, Deathstroke War mm -hmm. thing, um, you know, and trying to slave Slade's other son, mm -hmm. um, who was actually like a clone um, that was, they were trying to do, they were trying to fix what they had done with Damien, essentially. Mm -hmm. um, that character passes away. Is it Scavenger? Uh, Respawn. Is Respawn, name. okay. Um, but, like, uh, you know, so, like, Deathstroke's in a weird place. Um, but then, like, um, basically, like, he keeps getting told to create a crisis. Okay? Which I feel like we're already there. Mm -hmm. There is no Justice League. Um, so how are we creating a crisis? This looks to me, because he's like, the darkness speaks to me. This looks like Black Lantern stuff. But, like, I could be wrong. What do you think it is? So, I mean, you're, I don't think you're too far off. I will admit the, and this is going to sound so weird, and you're going to be like, like, that sounds stupid. The purple glow is throwing me off. Um, so, so, there's a pur so there's a purple tint behind oh, right, all yeah. of it. Um, but once again, that could also just be one of these screens that he was standing in front of. Um, sure. But his eye is also glowing purple. Yeah. So, that, so, that won't be black. so I'm yeah. kind of iffy on that, um, but like you said, I don't know these these two random dudes are dying horribly. They are dying horribly. Yeah. Yes, um, old Prometheus. Um, I can't remember her name. It's it Psycho something. I remember Um And I have I have no idea who this guy is with the headphones. I'm I'm sorry, um, but I, something I did notice like. Because I had not read uh, Shadow War. You did. Yeah. Um, you said Ravager was all over that with him. Okay. So, and what we can... Let's just well, assume... Not, not with Deathstroke. Well, okay. Uh, but but saw him yeah. and, like, interacted with him. So, like, let's just assume two weeks. Okay. Two weeks later, she, has, she does not understand what's going on with him. Right. That's something that I think is worth noting. Um because obviously things are different because immediately right after that you have and he's you know yeah. hurling stuff out basically um, yeah I, I was I was gonna help you out there yeah effect. yeah um, but but yeah I I'm guessing we're we're about to get like some weird like zombie-esque villains. I think that's kind of the whole thing, maybe? Or, I, I, I don't know. Because because he does this, he takes them out, and then he says, I think I know how to start a crisis. Okay? And then, yeah. Also, is Ravager about to become one of those as, as well? I don't know. The the long um, uh, oh. hor horror film cut of the no kind of makes us think maybe. Um, but, uh, but, yeah. But then we get to the finale of this book. Sort of. So, sort of, yeah, sort of. Okay, then we get to the, the penultimate part of this book. Yeah. There, you got me happy with that. Um, they have to go to Sector 666, which is just... 
This, I mean, comics at its finest. <laughs> um, but the, so at the end of issue two, we saw the entire Green Lantern Corps um, basically being like, it's time for us to, to step in and help out as well. Okay. Yeah. Which. Um, so then it's like, not I've got y'all here. I want you to sit in front of this. Sit in front of this Black Lantern. Yeah. Um. I get what he's going for. I do. Of, you know, I don't want to risk too many other people and I need you all on this side in case something happens to me. Okay? Mm-hmm. I do get that. Of course. And then um, Kyle and Joe. Jo, Joe, I think is her name. Um, go. Uh, they go into the Black Lantern. Uh, yada, yada. Um, and then they all become possible Black Lanterns. Um, or maybe they just see the possibility of them being Black Lanterns, mm-hmm. since they are in the Black Lantern itself. So, I don't know. Like, I'm... This was really interesting to me. And, and also, there's a lot of... Because then we also see, like... Like, Pariah doesn't say that he's using them. He says that they're gone. Of the Justice League. Now, obviously, like... I mean, he says they're a world... Unto themselves, yeah. yeah. Um, and he's going to rebuild the multiverse, apparently. Which, I kind of thought the multiverse was perfectly fine where, where it was, but I'm guessing he's like, well, now I have to, I have to do more, you know? No, we're, 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 still, we're still dealing with all the Superboy Prime stuff and all that everything. Mm-hmm. Like, he wants to bring back his worlds. Ah, good yeah. point. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. You always used to joke with me when I said that Flash murdered all those people. Mm-hmm. Here's and and now and now now I have to face what I <laughs> you're, you're caught the consequences of your Pariah, words. Pariah is basically making the same statement. He's mm-hmm. like, my worlds are gone, mm-hmm. you know, and so that's what he wants to do. Um, he's just being really, really horrible about it. Yeah. But yeah, so so yeah, and Pariah, and Pariah's like, I'm master of the darkness, and. Uh, and then, uh, and then he's like, "Do you suggest that I can't master it?" And then, of course, Hal Jordan's like, "Damn right I do," because he's Hal Jordan. And we get this really cool shot of him doing like a Green Lantern construct mm-hmm. version of the Justice League. Um, but you know, then it kind of it kind of goes south from there. But that's also when he goes into John, into John's world and. Then we find. See what's interesting, because he uh, see Hal even says that's turning them into weapons, mm-hmm. and so I'm really I'm really kind of intrigued to see how that how that's going to play, because like because it also does it start with Barry then? Like does it like are there is he doing the same thing that Barry that he's doing to the rest of Justice League? Or that does just leak something different, and Barry's the one that's powering it. Hmm. Hmm. It almost seems like there's something else that Pride is not aware of. Yeah, like there's all like there's it almost seems like there's something behind him, like an anti anti monitor or something like. Which man, if they just <laughs> oh, I thought that's his name. the anti anti monitor. Anti monitor. Um, but no, I mean, like, there's, there's definitely, like, some villains that they could, they could pull from, or maybe, I mean, 
You know what? I, actually, I would love. I would love if they bring back the Gentry. I think that'd be a really interesting and just and just bring it all back into multiversity right after Justice League Incarnate and everything. Which I mean, that's the darkness that makes sense. That, that's what would make sense. Yeah, it, yeah. it works with it works within your within the stories you're trying to tell mm-hmm. and. Uh, particularly in Young Justice, because yep. the Gentry represent everything that's bad about comics. Yeah, so uh, that's their whole that's their whole thing. Mm. They're bad writing personified. Yeah, you know, <laughs> invading your comics. <laughs> so I mean, that'd be cool. That'd be great. I'm not totally sure anyone other than Grant Morrison can pull that off, but uh, but we'll see. I mean, if, that, mm-hmm. if that's if that's where you're going with yeah, the thing the problem <laughs> the problem with the Gentry. Though it's like the only way to beat the gentry is to play the song. Mm. If you remember, you got to yes. play the song correctly. Yeah. You got to hear it. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, yeah, that's the whole point of that. There's not a problem with that. That's great. I mean, yeah, you're right. There's not a problem, but, with that. but you know, but then you've yeah. got to like have all those guys. You have to have the ultimate wool, and you have to yeah, and yeah. Nixie Wotan. yeah, we're going. We're we're going to some places. <laughs> so all right. All right, uh, Hal uh, gets sucked into Sector John Stewart. Mm-hmm. Uh, you figured out very quickly that was Kyle Rayner. Mm-hmm. Um, it also appears to be Jason Todd and Steel yeah. with him as Green Lantern. So, like, um, this is from this is well, if if this is John's world, one thing that's weird to me is like supposedly this is supposed to be what should be what Hal wants. If Not necessarily because he entered into John's world. Oh, okay. Well, if it's John's world, John's world is explained a little better in the backup, which you have not read yet, but we'll mm-hmm. talk about, I guess, next week. Yes. Uh, but it is explained a little in better. The Justice that. League, uh, Worlds Without a Justice Worlds League, Green, Justice League, Green yeah. Lantern. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. Philip Kenny Johnson. Definitely read it if you. Uh, Such a great writer. Yeah. Such a great writer. Definitely read it if you uh, uh, if you get a chance. Um, but yeah, he's sucked in there um, and like he's confronted. Uh, he doesn't have a ring. Um, it's, it's, it's an interesting, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm intrigued. I, mm-hmm. I want to see what happens here. Mm-hmm. Um, because maybe if he can get to John Stewart to have him figure out what's happening, mm-hmm. um, then and they can start getting the rest really of the thing back. John can be like, well, let's go get everyone, you know? Yeah. Although like you do have like that weird thing where Aquaman had kind of figured out what happened. That thing yeah. Because, Aquaman was the Wolverine uh, of this story. The with, uh, yeah, with I'm always fine with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, finally, okay, Jack. Uh, you get to have your fun. Well, I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready. Um, so what happens at the end of this book? So at the end of this book, okay, okay you know, we get we get some callbacks to a uh, little little story uh, by, uh, by, by a decent writer named Scott Snyder, um, where this is the first time that we have seen the Legion of Doom in three years, two years. Yeah. Um, you know, because well, Adam part of the Adam one part of the Legion of Doom. Right? Not that time, that one, yeah. no. Um, because he says, you know, because Adam's whole thing is, which I actually like his reason. I really do. Um, we've talked before about how characters kind of flip back and forth. That sometimes, you know, antiheroes do back and forth between being purely good or purely evil, and so on and so forth. That happens a lot in stories where sometimes it doesn't make sense at all. Sometimes it's like, okay, that kind of doesn't make sense. Black Adam seeing literally the entire hope of this multiverse being destroyed and decimated in front of him. And then when he gets back, he's he's basically trying to pick up the pieces of what's left. And then he sees, in his mind, these guys are not ready for this. Because they're not willing to just kill Count Vertigo and hang him from the Hall of Justice. Um, and then him being like, I need something different. And then going to the Legion of Doom literally makes perfect sense. I, I understand we may not... like. 
Some people may not want to see him go full villain again. I get that too. I don't. I'm not even sure if he is full villain, like fully, you know. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm intrigued because this is the Legion of Doom lineup that we have. First off, we got my boy Vandal Savage making a comeback. Love, love, love old Vandal. Just making, making, <laughs> making a big comeback. Josh, Josh rolled his eyes so so hard. You probably heard it on on the podcast. Um, we've also got Punchline and Scarecrow. We have Gorilla Grodd, Sinestro, Black Manta, Lex Luthor, Cheetah, and a what appears to be a the Rogues Gallery of Flash. And what we can tell from not being able to see one person's suit. What it looks like is Captain Cold, Captain Boomerang, Golden Glider, Weather Wizard, and the one that we're iffy on is is that Heatwave or Mirror Master. It's one of the two. I'm leaning more so towards Heatwave personally um, because it does look those are goggles. Plus his mask is not green, um, but that could just be a new artist interpretation. Heatwave's mask ever being white? <sighs> well, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, crazy things um so yeah so it's either heat wave or or mirror master you know what i'm actually hoping that we never see anything below his neck the rest of this of of this comic it's like whoa who's that <laughs> and then it's just i don't know he's not using fire or mirrors he's just kind of standing there just staring at you <laughs> um one this lineup is awesome it's nothing but a-listers uh, except for maybe punchline but she's been a really interesting character. Punchline's a weird one here. Um, it's almost like uh, she's almost the fetch of the group. Yeah. Um, you know, we're trying to make we're Punchline trying to make it work. happen. Um, um, but like, uh, which if anyone could, I think I think Joshua Williamson is a good person. Yeah, to go I mean, that's fine. Sonya, I mean, she, you know? she's there. She has a she has a following. There's people that really like her. It is um, weird to do her here um, with Legion, though. Uh, I don't think so. She's uh, she's very much trying to separate herself from the Joker. Mm -hmm. um, she is not crazy. She's evil. Mm -hmm. um, that's kind of her thing. Uh, I she's she's a very, point. she's a very, you know, kind of, you know what she reminds me of? Mm. She reminds me of the, uh, oh darn, who's the girl that had the bladed hula hoop in Soul Calibur? Um, Tira. Tira. It's her name. She reminds me of Tira. Okay. Yeah. She's, in, <laughs> she's in that, she's in that vein. Okay. Um, you know, just like really just very evil and happy about it. Um, here's my problem with this, okay? Mm -hmm. If I'm Black Adam, I'm walking in this bank. Okay, first things first, Grodd and Savage have to go, okay? Why? Because I'm not totally sure why these two people aren't siding with Deathstroke to begin with. <laughs> um, every other person here, with the possible exception of Punchline, but every other person here, you know, like has, has some like moral reason to be... Mm -hmm the way they are mm -hmm. with Lex Luthor being like, I just don't trust aliens and, you know, and black man being like, you know, Aquaman's caused me a lot of death. Um, the rogues are perfect. and have never done anything wrong. <laughs> uh, Sinestro. And then Sinestro, you know, just has like, he's got a real, like, you know, like a, like he, he has, he has a real, you know, philosophical reason for the way he is. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, uh, and I'd probably kick out Cheetah, too, because you never know what she's going to do. Fair. Um, but, like, Vandal Savage and Girl Grodd are world-conquering entities, okay? And that's all they're ever going to be. So, like, why, you know, like, I, well, this, this, this might be... Can't conquer a world, Pariah takes it over. 
So maybe we need maybe we need some of the some of those guys to help. Well, us Well, as out. long as Luther has a has a backdoor you know, <laughs> policy here, Flex um, Luther he's always got a backdoor man. He doesn't actually. He does not. <laughs> he, he absolutely does not. Well, okay. Maybe not when Perpetual was there, yeah. but or the Darkest Night. All you but... have to do is tell him like there uh, there is no such thing as good. He's like Capua Dill. It's Fort, you know. And apparently that's that's all you needed, you know. Okay, that is not what happens in okay that. all you have to do is be like there is no such thing as good and if you believe there's no such thing as good i'll give you a city where everybody worships you and then he's like cap waddell it's port is that what happened fair that, okay that's close all right so that's what i'm saying so if i'm like adam bank hey if you ever want to get that city where everyone worships you you need to kick vandal savage and grog rod out of here because guess what they want that city too and they're going to be one of those cities all right you know there can only be one Lord of the Rings, and he does not share power. All right. I don't know if that's what Vandal Savage wants. Uh, what? <laughs> right, you know what? We're an hour and thirty odd minutes into this. What does Vandal Savage want? I, I, we can end on that. What does Vandal, what does Savage, Vandal Savage want? Um. Maybe he just wants some like frozen yogurt or something, man. Like maybe yeah, okay. he's just right, like, good. dude, okay, I just. All right, I, I, want, I want like a point, like, like point, a froyo point <laughs> Okay. All right. With that, with that, we're going to close out. Uh, uh, but not, not well. I, I am excited about Doom versus Deathstroke. Sure. Uh, there's a very. Uh, here's the thing: we're three issues in. I still don't know where this thing is going. This no. thing could definitely pivot back to Doom versus the New Justice League or whatever. Mm. Which, in fairness, which would be interesting. One, I like that idea. Also, yeah. I kind of like not being able to call where this is going. This is one of the first events in a long time that, with the exception of like a, like, oh, that last panel was crazy in issue six, and now it's going to set everything up for the finale. Yeah. Like, this is the first one that I haven't been able to call what was going to happen in a long time. I could not call Death Metal. Well, Scott Snyder doesn't count. We can't I bring up Scott like, Snyder in events. I was like, Wonder Woman is the con controls hell. Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't know where this is yep. going. And of course, Batman you didn't—you didn't like metal, zombie. like the main one. I didn't like metal. Mm -hmm. I didn't like metal. No, you, you were just worried that it was just, yeah. gonna, just too yeah. full, and it's hated you know, metal. they weren't going to be able to wrap it all up in issue six. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> uh, well, I need to clarify. Josh did not hate metal. I yeah. just have to give him crap about yeah, that. Yeah, he's, he's a horrible person. Um, like that. Anyway, but uh, but yeah, we will be—we'll be getting back with y'all soon, talking about some Judgment Day. Um, I'll be ready to lead that. I'm excited. Yeah. I haven't read it yet, but I'm excited. Yeah, I know you're already excited because you're excited because of the tagline that of X-Men Red. Hour of Magneto. Hour of Magneto. Yes. Um, thank you all so very much for listening, especially... It's take way more than some oddishes to take him out this time. <laughs> especially you if... You better bring some vowel blues. If you have listened to us ramble and you aren't getting these books, you're just listening to us talk about them... Thank you all so much for sticking out this this long. I hope this has been entertaining for you all, and I hope that you all have a wonderful day. We've been the Brothers with Issues. We've got issues. And you're going to want them, too. Have a wonderful day. Remember, the Phantom is for everyone. We will see you all next time.